Hello again, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Help on the Way podcast, where we are featuring September 16th, 1993, Madison Square Garden, New York, New York. I am your co-host, The Game, here with my fellow co-host, Nob. Nob, let's go ahead and give our audience a big old Sherry Ho this evening. Sherry Ho this evening. (laughs) Um... I'm not sure why I channeled the Cherry Ho. Uh, I think it is because we are, yes, you have guessed correctly, we are Figlist uh, this week. Uh, our friend Fig is overseas in the great London, eating his way via various pubs through fish and chips and bangers and mash. And that's not even English, I don't think. I don't know. Whatever, whatever the Some English little- eats... His own little Europe 72 tour. Yes, yes. And he's eating full English breakfasts the whole way with tomatoes and all. He's just having he's having a great time. Um, he will be back with us next week on next week's uh, podcast. So, uh, we're Fig... Gonna, we're uh, going to make him uh, rank all of the beans on toast that he's eaten in the last week. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. That beans on that white bread toast really was so much better than the beans on the wheat. Um, oh, that just sounds disgusting. Um, they eat it all the time. I know. They love it. They oh. love it. I see pictures of their full English breakfast, and it's just beans on toast and, like, tomatoes. And I'm like, what in the world? No, no wonder we revolted. Like, no wonder. Like, we just knew better. <laughs> like, get these beans I would, out. I would here. argue about 50% of the Revolutionary War was fought about not putting beans on toast. <laughs> Folks, we're going to turn into a Revolutionary War podcast here pretty soon. Um, <laughs> be- <laughs> Grateful Dead, just... Before we move on to our main event of September 16th, 1993, we are going to dive headfirst into our Channel 6 segment for this week. And we only have two little um, news updates. Um, And the first really wasn't even news, per se. Uh, It is the winner of, uh, or rather the final winner of the cover song battle. Uh, And that is... Do you want? Do you want to give us a drum roll knob? I mean, it's got a. It's I. It was between morning dew and me and my uncle, and I, I know what I'm thinking. The you winner the is. Roll? I can. The winner Good. is morning dew. <gasps> Yay! What a Good. shocker, right? Uh, morning dew is the winner of the great um, March Madness uh, cover song battle. Um, so congratulations goes out to Morning Dew. Uh, and our second little headline of this week, um, has to do with the one Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan is currently, um, playing some shows over in Tokyo, Japan, and he just last evening, last evening meaning April 11th, 2023, uh, Bob Dylan played Truckin'. Uh, at the Tokyo Garden. Uh, Nob, do you have any thoughts on 
old Bobby Dylan breaking out dead covers over in Japan in 2023. Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of thoughts. I haven't <laughs> had the time to listen to it. So really, all I can imagine is the mean-spirited, but old, old Bob Dylan impression in my head going, um, but, um, but this, you know, this isn't Dylan's first uh, Bob uh, Grateful Dead cover. Uh, he's done Friend of the Devil a fair amount in rotation. And then Googling today... So he also would do once in a while Alabama Getaway and West L.A. Fadeaway, which are both fascinating songs to imagine out of Bob Dylan's voice. Um, but it also makes sense because Bob Dylan put out his book about uh, the, the history of the modern song where he breaks down about 100 songs from the last uh, century of, of pop music and Truckin' by the Dead was one of the songs he chose to talk about. Um, so he clearly has a, an affinity for the tune. I am grossly out of touch of the world of Bob Dylan, so you're okay. I will. I, I will. Don't make me ramble about how much I don't <laughs> like his new album and how I'm somehow the only Bob Dylan fan that doesn't like the new album. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on Jam Base, and I just found it funny. It's like Bob Dylan is not coming to Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, anytime soon. It's like, well, I didn't think he was, <laughs> but he is touring a literal fuck pile. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the never-ending tour. Bob Dylan has pretty consistently been trucking since 1991, 1990. The only big break Dylan's taken in touring in the last 30 years was COVID. Um, Japan, 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 Japan. Not even Japan. Um, four nights in Tokyo. Uh, three nights in Nagoya. Portugal. Spain. My word. France. Yeah, he's been busy. Even into his old age. Switzerland. Italy. Yeah, you, you'd think... As these rockers get older, you really think they would just be like, you know what, I've had enough, but... Yeah, I saw Paul Simon call it quits. He did his little farewell tour, and he, he does occasional shows once in a while, but he, he very much... Uh, called it a day on doing these big grand tours but it's neat to have some of these guys still out on the road doing what they like to do i'm um, i'm 36 years old and i couldn't be on the road this much without going crazy no, no. like that's insane yeah good 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 for, been, good for them is, yeah i mean this has been life for these folks for you know some of them you know like thinking about bob weir He's pretty consistently been touring since, you know, the late 60s, early 70s. It is, it is wild it's, that he just, like, never stops. Like, the reverse has to be weird for him. Like, when you're, so, you know, we keep saying that, like, I couldn't imagine, you know, spending, like, three months on the road like that. And I really couldn't. But at the same time, I don't think he could imagine spending three months staying put at home like we can. True. Just different worlds. Different worlds. <sighs> All governed by the same laws. Just, ooh, we're getting real, getting philosophical yeah. this evening. Yeah, I didn't really have a joke to that one. I just <laughs> thought it was an interesting thought. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to our uh, main event of the evening, which is September 16th, 1993, Madison Square Garden, New York City. Um, yeah, I have nothing real... <laughs> Real fun or witty to even say before the show. 
Um, it was a Thursday night. I believe this was in the middle of a decent Madison Square Garden run for the boys, if I remember yeah. correctly. Uh, Big long run. Yeah. Like, a couple of these nights, but not this night we're listening to. Um, and this show, from the reviews I've read on the archive, seems to be a eh show mm. for most. Um, so let's go ahead and give our thoughts on this show. Uh, set one kicked off with Brain. <laughs> then it moved on to Shakedown Street, Wang Dang Doodle, Cold Rain and Snow, Queen Jane Approximately, Althea, Eternity, and Don't Ease Me In. Um, you know what, Nob, I think I'll, I'll give it to you for set one. All right, thank you. I'll, I'll go first. Um, okay, so I think this first set is way better than the opening song makes you think it's going to be. It is a, it's a rough rain. I, I like the song. I like when the Beatles do it. I even like when the dead do it sometimes. Uh, there's some fun work from Vince and the drummers, but every part of this song sounded really bad vocally. I just didn't like hearing their voices struggle with that rain. Um, the Phil-led jam at the end is a lot of fun, but it's just generally a very tentative rain. It almost felt like rain was the warm-up for the real opener, which is Shakedown Street. Uh, despite a kind of rocky start, this Shakedown actually sounds really good. Uh, jer uh, the jam doesn't go very far dynamically, but it's a good dancey groove throughout. Vince is impressing me a lot, but great Jerry licks. This shakedown is definitely a highlight of set one for me. Uh, it going into a pretty good Wang Dang Doodle. Uh, I should probably be less into it than I am. Yes, Jerry's midi sax sounds silly in the lower register, but the rhythm section's bringing it. Bobby's into it. The organ's screaming. It might not be great, but the energy... The energy is really great. Super clean ending, really fun wang dang doodle. Um, it's a fine Cold Rain and Snow. It's kind of a lackluster opening, and I would never call this my favorite Cold Rain and Snow. But outside of the first minute or so, there's nothing really wrong with it. Uh, I generally like The Dead doing Queen Jane, but this one didn't really do it for me. It... it there are some times in 90s shows where you can, you can just feel that they're not listening to each other and they're, they're just playing shit. Uh, this is absolutely a song where they're just playing shit. Uh, it gets better towards the end, but honestly, Jerry's licks towards the beginning are, are pretty attention-drawing in a way that you don't quite want. It, it's a little too look at me, look at me, look at me. Where Jerry's noodling to open Cold Rain and Snow didn't do it for me. The Althea noodling was an incredibly fun start. Uh, the ending's a little anticlimactic. I wanted it to kind of find a bigger peak. It's kind of my qualm with a few songs tonight. But overall, it's a really fun Althea. When we started, when I started listening to Eternity, the first note I wrote down was, Here we fucking go. Um, I, I've said this before, and I will definitely say it again, I cannot stand Eternity. It is one of, if not my least favorite, Grateful Dead songs. 
I almost gave it the benefit of the doubt. It had a fun, nice, slow verse, but oh god, I hate that chorus. There's just nothing. If you think Liberty's lyrics, with just saying "Ooh, freedom," "Ooh, liberty," "Oh, leave me alone," is a little dull. Eternity, 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 eternity is a boring lyric. <laughs> um, hmm. I was listening to this on my phone, and I wanted to take a piss break during this jam. Like, it just, and it, it's not the longest song of the set, but it feels like it doesn't end. I cannot, it, it's a perfectly named song, because it feels like an eternity. Um, and then they wrap up the set with a, a tight but uneventful don't ease. Uh, it, there's really nothing going on that's, like, attention-grabbing, but there, there's nothing wrong. It's a well-done don't ease me in, and I can't stress that enough. Um, overall, set one is fun, especially the shakedown, Wang Dang Doodle, and the, uh, the Althea. What did you think, game? This is definitely a show that could do with a few cut songs mm -hmm. from the beginning of set one and from the end of set two. I think you'd have a stellar 93 show. Uh, but unfortunately, we can't do that. Well, we, we can do that, but we can't review it like that. Um... You hit the nail right in the head. When Rain started, it was like, oh, we are in for a ride uh, of just terribleness. Because um, it was it was the shits. And even um, when I was scanning the archive comments, um, I couldn't really find anybody shitting on Rain. Uh, which was interesting, because normally... Our critiques normally line up with the comments that we that we see in the archive, uh, but I'm I'm with you. Rain was just awful. Uh, however, after Rain, um, I enjoyed the rest of set one. Um, yeah. Shakedown Street was really good. Um, at the end of Shakedown Street, I wish I would have wrote this in a note. They did. I don't know. It it sounded almost like saxophones. Um, yeah. I don't know what the hell it was, but I liked it enough that I'm rem remembering it 12 hours later. So that was really good. Uh, Wang Dang Doodle was good. Cold Rain Snow I liked. Queen Jane I thought was good. Uh, Althea I thought was a good Althea. Uh, Eternity, um, that is another one that couldn't be cut. Uh, but I wasn't offended by it. Uh, normally I'm, I'm offended by these kind of songs. I was not offended by Eternity this time. Uh, and Don't Ease I thought was good. Um, Overall, a fairly positive set one, um, minus the opener. Uh, I really don't know why they decided to open with that. <laughs> but anyway, um, set two is kind of where the wheels fall off, at least in my opinion. Um, set two gave us China Cat Sunflower into I Know You Rider. Then we got Estimated Profit, Eyes of the World, Drums, uh, Way to Go, Days Between, Throwing Stones, Not Fade Away, and Liberty. Uh, Nob, I'll send it back to you for your review of set two. Thank you. Um, I don't know how else to put this. There's a lot of songs in set two that I can only describe as good, but. <laughs> like, they all... Like, all of the songs that I like in this second set, The Estimated Prophet, The Throwing Stones, The Not Fade Away, are good, and each of them have incredibly noticeable flaws. 
there are moments in each of them that are are really rough but are otherwise pretty strong and i, I feel that with a lot of these tunes um it's a fun china rider to open it's well played no noticeable flubs phil's keeping it especially lively but everyone's bringing it the jam starts off a little unfocused, but once they find themselves on the road to Ryder, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I really enjoy the Ryder. Some really fluid licks from Jerry. Uh, just a fun start to the set. Prophet sounds really good. Like it's it, like it's just it's a really good Prophet. This is the highlight of the show for me. Uh, it very much fits in with the best of the '90s Prophets. I'd even put it up there with some of the late '80s Prophets. Some great vocals from Bob, some very lively underscoring from the rhythm section. Jerry's licks sound great. The, the solo sounded really fun. And then there's about 45 seconds where Vince changes his keyboard tone from keyboard to like a MIDI saxophone. And it's really annoying. And then Bob starts screeching his little... And that's really annoying. And for about 45 seconds, there's like a, just a minute of bullshit. And outside of that minute of bullshit, I cannot stress how much I like this estimated profit. But that minute of bullshit just stands out as sounding so rough in an otherwise solid rendition. Um, Eyes is fine. It sounded a little tired to me. Uh, the, the song never really found an energetic peak to it. It was fun, it was mellow, Jerry sounded fine, but I, I didn't love the energy that you kind of need to keep eyes just feeling alive. Um, I, I skip drums in space, and I don't have to explain to you that I skip drums in <laughs> space. Um, where to go home? I... Okay, so the first half of Way to Go Home is just incredibly workmanlike. There's nothing about it that's played incorrectly. The harmonies are even crunchy in the right way for this song, but it feels like they're going through the motions. It very much just feels like, okay, we sort of know how the song goes, let's just play it. But once they get to the bridge and then the Jerry solo after the bridge, it was really tight. It sounded pretty good. Uh, the whole second half of the song I really enjoyed. Um, Days Between is another one that, that's good, but I, I really enjoyed the sensitivity in the first half. The acoustic-like tone of the lightning bolt guitar was really fun. Jerry's scratchy voice brought a nice heartbreaking edge. And then the grittier half, Jerry turns on the, the, the tube screamer or whatever it is on his guitar, the distortion there. And it it just sounds unpleasant, and I think it's on purpose, but I don't like it. Um, Throwing Stones is another highlight of this show for me. It's got some really nice grooves once it gets swinging. There's some noticeable bumps in the transitions in the sung parts, but I, I think that once it gets swinging, it really soars. Um, this one has an interesting lyric change. This is... I gotta go back and listen to more of these 90s throwing stones. Because at some point following the fall of the Soviet Union, they take out the line about proletarian gray, and they change the selling guns instead of food today to something else. Nowadays, it's you can buy the whole goddamn government today. But 
It's not there yet. I don't know if you heard him, but he says, sell the guns, rape the earth today. Which was, uh, that was intense. That was some real, some real political dead from Bob Weir there. Um, but uh, the, the, the ending of this was awesome. Like, that, that last jam was soaring. They were walking on air. I loved this throwing stones. Uh, into a really solid not fade away. Some fluid licks from Jerry, some strong vocals. I really got nothing to knock with it. Uh, and a fine Liberty, it was there. Again, I don't love Liberty as an encore. Uh, I always want a song that's either a little more high energy or a little more low energy. It just sits in this weird in-between. Uh, but this one was fine. I, I don't really have qualms with it besides I'd have rather heard U.S. Blues. I don't know. Um, what did you think, game? <laughs> um, I thought everything was good up until drums. Then mm. I thought it was a sharp decline down. Mm. Um, China Cat, I know your writer, I thought was good. No issues there. Um, really enjoyed Estimated in Eyes. Um, probably way more than I thought I would. 493, Estimated or Eyes. Um, skip drums, space like normal. Um, then that's when the wheels came off for me. Um, way to go. I was just not into at all. Um, days between brought me down. Um, throwing stones I normally can get into, but this one I just wasn't feeling. Um, not fade away was okay. Um, and I agree with you. They can just take liberty out of every set list and just replace it with us blues. And I would be totally okay with that. Yeah. And I don't even like, I like the song. It's just encore is such a weird placement that I just don't think the song was ever gonna fit. I feel I like know. it would be a good, it would be a good set one closer. Yeah. Set one closer, even just a good mid set one tune. Yeah. But in a Peggio type spot, but yeah, weird is an encore. Not, not to, not to send people home. Yeah, you're, send, yeah. you're sending people home on liberty. It's like, but it makes sense because it's the last line is about finding your own way home, and it's one I of those guess. that I think they do more lyrically than musically. Probably, but still, it sucks. We don't like <laughs> At it. At least they didn't encore with. <laughs> it's a long, 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 long yes. way to go home. Yes. Oh, could you imagine? Uh, oh, people would throw shit at this stage. <laughs> um, we do not have a Scarlet Fire to rate this week. Um, and I think I know your answer to this next question, but I will ask it anyway. Uh, does this show make your Book of the Dead? No. Um, the Prophet makes my Book of Prophets with a little caveat about the 45 seconds of bullshit <laughs> but no otherwise there's not there's not a lot i would go back to in this show there are other 90 shows that do the songs i like in this show better what yes you, that, uh same here um good show happy i listened to it um but i'm not gonna go back to it anytime no. soon uh if ever um this is a um one and dunner for me uh, now we're gonna move into our set voting. Uh, which set should we feature? Um, I'm going to go ahead and vote first since you've been getting the first question each and every time this this, uh, this evening. And I'm going to go with 
set one. Sure. How about you yeah, now? I mean, set one or set two? Yeah, I mean, we don't have fig here, so I have no interest in setting up a tie. <laughs> so I will also go with set one. Again, please keep listening after the rain, because I promise you it gets better. I don't think you should cut the rain, because I think the audience needs that experience. Yes, no, so, yes, oh, they God, do. This is going to be terrible, but I promise you, you slog through those five minutes, you're in for a treat of some fun, fun playing. Yeah, if if you get through the five minute rainstorm, you get the rainbow known as Shakedown Street. So, it is absolutely worth uh, the while. Uh, yeah, show a lot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but a good no. pot of tin. silver, yeah. copper, copper, Cop- pot of copper. copper. Ah, meth heads might like that copper. Take it to the scrapyard. So maybe we need to rethink that. <laughs> um, show MVP. How about you, Nob? Who would be your show MVP? Well, I would, I mean, it might just be because he was so prominent in the mix, but I was generally pretty impressed with what Vince Welnick was laying down. I was, it was a good night for our, our, our cousin Vinny. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Um, I don't like Vince really at all. Uh, but, uh, on this evening, um, he was the king. He was the king. In fact... That should be the episode title. Uh, should be Our Cousin Vinny, because I think that's pretty great. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Reddit comments. We did have just a few. Uh, really, just two that mattered. Uh, well, actually, someone who agreed with me. Great pre-drums. Yeah. Not very good post-drums. Uh, then, um, Gang Vinny. Whoa. Gang Vinny. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Vinny, uh-huh. Gang. Uh, Vinny Gang is in full effect. Next week, it looks like we are featuring April 8th, 1991. Oh, for fuck's sake. In Orlando, Florida. Uh, let's take a look over this set list here. Oh, yeah. Nice first set, Picasso Moon. Uh, uh, actually, generally not too bad. It definitely it looks like a, a late 80s set list more than a, a 90s set list here. It really does. It really does. So no, none of the new tunes. Um, two two late '90s shows. Actually, we've been on like a late '90s. Um, yeah. Post brand. Nice re- we had a nice reprieve last week with the '77 show, and now it's it's nothing but the '90s again. <sighs> so again, next week that is April eighth, nineteen ninety one. Let's go ahead and Maybe do our like book- that one. You know, like. It doesn't look like a terrible set list. Nothing really no. offends me on the set list. Um, no, there's. I got no qualms with it. I do. I I ragged on the Picasso Moon, but I actually dig Picasso Moon. Yeah. Now, the only and, one and, on there that stands out to me is one I don't like is Walking Blues. I'm trying to think of any standouts to me that I really don't care for. Maybe maybe Maggie's Farm. Mm. May, maybe. I get a good Maybe. kick out of Maggie's Farm. I like that they pass the verses around with it. Yeah, so like I, I like that too. Um, but other than like, other than that, everything's kind of okay. Like, 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 yeah, Johnny be good encore, better than Liberty. So, like, yeah, you know, you know, gotta look at the positives here. Uh, we'll go ahead and do our bookkeeping here for the evening, as always. Please. Go ahead and smash that subscribe button and like and share this podcast with any and all of your Grateful Dead loving friends and family. You may find us at wherever podcasts are downloaded. However, 
You will not find us on a service that loosely rhymes with Novify. So if you have a service that loosely rhymes with Novify, you won't find us on that one. However, you should find us on almost any other podcast platform. You may find us directly on the web at helponthewaypod.podbean.com. You may email us at helponthewaypod at gmail.com. Or, as always, you can communicate with us via Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash gratefuldead. Uh, that is surely it for me for the evening. Nob, do you have any parting words? Yes, um, in honor of Bob Dylan performing Truckin', I would like to do my impression of Bob Dylan performing the end of the Help on the Way podcast. Yeah.
Thank you. 
We'll be back in just a little bit.